Sight. Yellow baby bumper bunkers. I didn't even say it right that time. Yeah, you're bad at this. Uh, you're fired. That's it. I quit. Caitlin, when you me. when you look at this, when you look at these opening titles, what comes to your mind? Um, it looks like something I would have made when I took graphic design, because <laughs> I was really bad at graphic design class. Like if I was trying to make a movie title, like I could have done that with. Uh, a google image and some clip art onward yeah i know how to copy clip art over an image i know how to do that in a way in a weird sort of way if this wasn't pictured over a cemetery would it kind of look like a comedy oh yeah i could see that actually no i i think it's okay that it's pictured over that it could still be a comedy even though it's over a cemetery yeah it looks like it this could go either way yeah it does the bad thing about it is this movie is neither scary nor funny. No. What was the purpose of this movie? What was the purpose of this movie? Did they make it to be scary? Caitlin, every horror movie is made to be scary. No, that's not true. Yeah, it is. Um, Chopping Mall wasn't made to be scary. Yes, it was. No. <laughs> Caitlin, they call that a comedy, a horror comedy, but we both know Attack of the up. Killer Tomatoes. That may have been made as a satire. Here's the thing. I don't know how to discern when a movie is purposefully being like bad and satirical mm -hmm. or when it's like actually bad. I, I can't determine that either. But for the sake of our podcast, they're all bad. No, no yeah. satire. So can we do Return of the Killer Tomatoes? Oh, we're doing Return <gasps> of the Killer Tomatoes. I'm so pumped we're right now. We're doing Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I am we should probably just do all so four Killer pumped. Tomatoes. There's four of them? Yeah. I only knew about two of them. I think he, the director, that's the only thing that the director's ever made is like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And he had a fine career with that. Let me look that up real quick because. <laughs> uh, that's a great movie and we should have more of that in our lives. And if he, that's all he made in his life, I think it was a life well lived. They have Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back, and Killer Tomatoes Eat France. Oh, man. I'm pretty freaking pumped now. Look at this. That looks great. That's some good stuff right there. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night, the podcast where my wife and I have a date night watching a bad movie, and then we talk about our thoughts and opinions. I'm your host, Nigel, from ajourneyintofilm.com, and with me, as always, is my faithful wife. Faith? That doesn't sound right. My faithful. wife that is faithful, faithful. <laughs> we are in for a, a treat tonight. You guys better get ready because I'm slap happy and Nigel's just tired. So, yeah. Whoop. My wife's name is Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the faithful wife anymore. I'm just just Caitlin. No, no, no. I got that part out. I just needed to say your name. Sorry. Hi there. <laughs> Uh, this week we're talking about the 2005 entry in the Urban Legend Trilogy, Urban Bloody Legends, Mary. Oh. Bloody Mary, Sorry. oh my gosh, the first and last film in the series to feature a real Urban Legend character, really? Bloody Mary herself. 
Well, because like everything, uh, like the first two movies, yeah. it's someone killing people inspired by oh. urban legends. This one's like they a got real, the real deal. deal. Oh, yeah, I like it. And our listeners are probably like Nigel, Caitlin. What are you doing? This is the third movie in the series. Duh. You just Didn't did you the first that? one. You should do the second one after first because that's how numbers work. <laughs> well, this movie came out recently called Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and it was written and directed by Michael Daugherty. And he also was a writer for this movie. So we thought, let's just skip around a little bit. Yeah. It's relevant. Yeah. We want to be hip. We yeah. can't afford to go see all these new movies. They, that, they come out like every week during the summer. Kaylin, a movie comes out every week all year round. Yeah, but it's more pops in the summer. More pops? Yeah. <laughs> more popular. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> Tired. This movie was also directed by Mary Lambert, who directed the original Pet Cemetery and the second Pet Cemetery. I didn't know that. And Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge. What's my favorite Halloween movie? The one that we watched most recently this Halloween. Trick or Treat? No, no, no. We watched a Halloween movie. No, from the Halloween series. Oh, Season of the Witch. Yeah, which one is that? The third one. The third one, okay. But this is Halloween Town, the Disney movie. Oh, very different movies. (laughs) Actually, they're not that different. Oh, boy, we're in for a treat tonight. (laughs) Uh, so the other writer on this is Dan Harris, who worked with Michael Doherty on X-Men 2, Superman Returns, and I think they worked on X-Men Apocalypse together, so if that gives you any idea what they were doing around the same time, mm-hmm. here's what you are, here's what they're working with. Uh, this movie also has Kate Mara in it, in a very early role. And it's the first on-screen appearance of Rooney Mara, her younger sister. First and last. What do you mean first and last? I don't no. like her. She should she shouldn't have done anything else. Oh, Kate Mara. Um, both Kate and Rooney. You don't like Rooney? No. But she was so good in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And uh, Social Network. And like everything else that she's in. <laughs> I was thinking of Kate. You're right. You're right. I like Rooney. I don't know how she's related to Kate. They're sisters. Okay, but Kate needs to take acting lessons from Rooney then. Because Kate Mara in this movie was like, I don't know. You could have plastered anybody's face over top of her. Look, everybody in this movie they, is bad. They were bad. Even yeah. people who went on to have decent careers and by people involved with it, I mean... Rooney. Michael Doherty and Rooney and Kate Mara. Uh, I hope I'm saying that name right, Rooney, because that's uh, that would be embarrassing if it was like something fancy in it, but it rhymes with Looney Tunes. <laughs> Correct us if we're wrong. All right, we're rambling too much. Caitlin, give me your initial Let's thoughts for this movie. Okay, so my initial thoughts were this movie has nothing to do with urban legends. That was honestly my initial thought. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. The only reason I could feel like they were connected was because they said the word urban legend. It starts off 
ridiculous with a slumber party. I forgot about the slumber party. Oh my gosh. No, that's not where it starts. Well, okay, it doesn't start there because it it does start off with getting introduced to Bloody Mary, but um, I guess where we pick up with our main characters is at the slumber party. Yeah, which is the worst. It's so ridiculous. Now, I didn't go to a lot of slumber parties in my life because I don't really like girls very much, but... The ones that I did go to, I can tell you it was nothing like the slumber party. So. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself real I'm quick. sorry. Let's, let's, that was my initial thought, though. Yeah. From the beginning, I was like, no, this can't be real. <laughs> oh, yeah. I 100% regret watching this movie. This was physically painful to watch. I don't think I enjoyed any part of this movie. Although, the one girl's death was pretty gruesome. I wish that I could unsee that. Oh, the mirror and the yeah. spiders. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, this, it's very obvious, I think, from this movie that they probably had a script for a Bloody Mary movie. And then someone got the bright idea and said, hey, Bloody Mary, that's an <laughs> urban legend. Why don't we make it part of the urban legend movie? Because the the only connection between this movie and the first two in the series is mm-hmm. that they mention... Urban what, legends. Well, no, no, no. They mention the murders that happen in the first two movies. Oh, yep. How someone was killing based off of urban yeah. legends. That, that seemed forced. Like, oh, we got to connect these movies somehow. Say uh, the thing about how that you were killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that and, like, the... the, the, the um, the title of the movie. They just slap Urban Legends. <laughs> Urban Legends, on Bloody Mary, right. It should be Urban Legends in, in air quotes. Right. They should literally put like two hands on side <laughs> <inside laughs> of the, the title doing the quote thing. I want a uh, a release, a new release of this movie with that for the cover. I'd buy that just for that. Yeah, you don't like this uh, great picture with Bloody Mary no. coming out from Oh my the, gosh. The, honestly, that's very '90s, and I'm pretty sure this film was 2000. Yeah, it was 2005. This yeah. the cover for this movie is scarier than the rest of the movie. That that's true. I was, I was fully prepared for like some pretty shocking stuff. It was not shocking. It also I was confused was because the urban legend about Bloody Mary, it. It wasn't accurate with like with what I've heard the urban legend of Bloody Mary to be. This movie was not accurate with that. No, there were no mirrors involved. No, except for that one scene where she pops up in a mirror. Where she pops up in a mirror. Oh, yeah. She pops up in the mirror. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, uh, one other thing I want to point out, my initial thoughts, is that this movie is pretty much a 90% ripoff of Prom Night 2. Oh, Yeah. I agree, but I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to spoil anything. Well, all we're going to say, all, all I want to say about that is mm-hmm. we're watching too many bad movies because at this point I'm seeing similar plots amongst <laughs> all of them. There might be like a conspiracy going on that all bad movies have the same underlying plot. That they're bad? And they're all connected. No, like a same style plot to make them bad like you have to follow this formula to make a cheesy bad movie that uh, everyone will love that might be a good discussion to have at some point like why why bad movies what makes them bad hey i'm down i got some cons- conspiracy theories going on yeah 
Uh, we've already... Okay, so th- there's very little information about this movie online. Really? Yeah, this was a straight-to-DVD movie. Ooh, I did not know that. Yeah, it looks like a straight-to-DVD yes. movie. It looks like something that... It, it, it almost looks like if Seventh Heaven did like a hardcore <laughs> horror movie. Or oh. like one of those... 90s-ish sitcoms. Touched by an angel. Yeah. <laughs> but with urban legend characters and death. I think that would be a better movie than what we got, though. That's probably true. The thing that depresses me, though, not that I give too much uh, weight or buy into what Rotten Tomatoes says, mm-hmm. this movie has the highest Rotten Tomatoes score out of all the movies in the, in the series. Really? Yes. The first one has a 19%. Okay, it's not that bad. No. The second one has a 9%. And this one has a 40%. What? <laughs> there is no way this has a 40%. No, it's not. This this should have been a 0%. Yes! If they gave this a 40%, what is the second one? A 9 No, I mean, like, how bad is it? Like... I don't know. I'm concerned. We'll find out next week. Oh, boy. I don't know if I want to. We have to. I know. It's our duty at this point. <laughs> we owe it to our 10 subscribers. Oh, okay. Take one for the team. It's 1969. Mm-hmm. It's a homecoming. Mm-hmm. And we're introduced to some pretty upstanding high school football players, as you do, mm-hmm. who show up to this dance with their dates and from the get-go, it's very clear that there's something amiss. Uh, the the girls that the football players are with aren't cheerleaders, as we find out, or homecoming queen types, or those who would otherwise be affiliated with football players. Is that an accurate description? Yeah. Absolutely. Even though there was, like... There was nothing wrong about them, though. No, there was nothing wrong with them, like, in terms of attractiveness or Mm -hmm. anything. Like, they were fine. It's just, for the sake of the movie, they needed them to be, like... Yeah, they basically just told us these girls are losers. Yeah. By giving them roofies. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so the football players try to roofie these girls, and as Mary Banner is being led to the vehicle by her pretty great guy date, whose name we don't know. We don't find out any of their names. Really? Yeah, because you remember it's a big mystery at the end who she was there with. duh. Yeah. She sees that her friends are roofied. She says, No no. bueno. Yeah, you're not going to do that to me. She takes off running. Football player chases her, and she goes into this, like, sketchy back room of the school. Mm -hmm. He pushes her? He punches yeah. her? He, he like, yeah, he punches her. And she, as he punches her, she falls and hits the corner of a table and cuts open her head. Yeah. Pretty gnarly scar. Yes. He thinks that she's dead because he's a doctor. Right. And puts her in this trunk. Instead and of, locks the trunk. Like, just leaving her. I don't understand. Well, she would have... Well, if she was dead, I guess he could have just left her. Right. And then they'd be like, who did this? Right. 
But I think he didn't want to take the chance. So he put her in the trunk. Fine. He didn't want to take the chance that she'd come back from the dead to murder him. <laughs> to 2014, where we are introduced to our protagonist, Sam, played by Kate Mara. Which yes. I, when we started watching this, I didn't realize that she was the main character. I thought she was just like in it. Yeah, I thought she was going to be more of a side character. Yeah. But she's, we follow her through the whole stinking movie. Yeah. And we find out, I don't, I don't really understand what she did, but apparently they were banished from homecoming, something with the newspaper and she published yeah. this picture of the football players in mop wigs. Wearing a brassiere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing, like, weird bra things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They have a pillow fight. I think, I don't know if she was, like, banished or if they were, like... Bullying them? Yeah, into not going because she posted this photo in the um, newspaper. She's kind of poking fun of these football players for being, like, oh, they're not really smart. Look at them goofing off. And then everyone was mad at her. Oh. Yeah, you picked up on way more than I did. <laughs> you just had to read the title of her It moved article. too fast. Oh, okay. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> they were really focused on the picture of the boys and right. not the, like, what happened. Mm-hmm. But her friends decide to hang out with her mm-hmm. instead of... And they're having a slumber party. Right. And her one friend has got to be way too old to be in high school. Oh, for sure. That actress should not have been... They were probably desperate for an actress to fill that third role. I mean, they had to have been. I can't even remember her name. She was so, like, unimportant. But I think her name was Pam. That doesn't sound wrong. (laughs) I don't know anybody's name in this movie. I forgot that, that the girl's name was Sam. Oh. So, on IMDb... It literally has it listed as Samantha's friend number two. Samantha's friend number three. Well, that makes sense because <laughs> they're show they're like they're really important during the slumber party. Right, and then you don't see them. Well, yeah. We'll get there in a second. Okay. Cause I just needed to point out it's very important that we know that her stepdad is running for mayor. Yes. Because that has a lot of bearing on the story, and it's very prominent within the first couple minutes. And at one point, the sheriff shows up, and he's got a but- button on, like, for the stepdad from mayor, <laughs> and it zooms in on the button, and you're like, <laughs> what's going to happen to the mayor election? Because <laughs> we're so invested in this mayor election. I know. It's neck and neck. We don't know who's going to win. <laughs> the girls have a pillow fight, as mm-hmm. you do. At any slumber party. At any slumber party. Uh, and then, d- d- do they start talking about Bloody Mary? or, or so, oh, They start talking about just urban legends in general. Yes. And Sam falls asleep saying Bloody Mary into the air. Mm-hmm. Now Which, this is... That's not true. Yeah, that's not how it works. No. This is the second time in this trilogy that we've seen the... Bloody Mary trick played and mm-hmm. neither time are they doing it into a mirror. So um, the after they say that uh, Sam falls asleep 
and there's like a jump scare thing where the door bursts open. Is that when her brother shows up or no? Yes. Yes. That's when her brother shows up. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And he's like, Hey friend, number two, (laughs) I like your boobies. Right. And she's like grossed out, but flattered at the same time. Right. And he stays for a second long enough and then leaves. (laughs) Enough to do, like, some exposition to, like, help our story progress. Because he yeah. brings up the football players and why they're not at prom. and Yeah. This movie could have probably been made without the brother in it. I agree. But remember, it's her twin brother. That's important. Yeah. Why did they bring that up? <laughs> I don't remember. She's like, remember, we're fraternal, not identical. Yeah. And I was like, because he, w- when she gets captured, spoiler alert, He's like, I should have felt it. And she was like, we're just fraternal. We're not identical. I thought fraternal twins could feel things still. I'm pretty sure both of them are lies. But also, I thought they both could feel things. Identical and fraternal. Yeah. Uh, He disappears. And then the girls disappear. The mom wakes up the next morning. And the girls are nowhere to be seen. Right. So, insert, or in comes the sheriff. And Sheriff is being very logical, saying they're not missing for another 24 hours. And the dad's like, no, they're missing for sure. And he's running for mayor. So and the sheriff is supporting the mayor. Right. Which is really important because it has a lot of bearing on the story. Uh, they have no, no idea where the girls are. In fact, in one scene. Oh, and in the next scene, they're in a chemistry class. Yeah. And. We overhear some football players like saying things she about be the back. girls. Yeah, they're like they should be back by now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Let me take that piece of paper." What? Well, because he he wrote it on a on a piece of paper, and then like the head football players like, "We gotta hide the evidence." Oh, oh, I missed that. I think the guy that kind of looks like the spiky hair dude. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Not not the guy with the weird bowl cut and like right. the no. like the nineties metal earrings. Yes. That was rough. That was rough to look at. Yeah, that disgusted me. Yeah. I've never been more grossed out by a human being before. How long are they gone? Because they show up eventually. That was it that day or the next day? I think it's the next day. Okay. So or, the- like, later the day after they were missing. Right. I meant, like, the same day as the football players talking about them at school or the next day. I'm not entirely sure. An indiscriminate amount of time goes by. <laughs> I honestly thought she was, like, trapped. Okay. <laughs> You're going to make fun of me, but I honestly thought she was trapped in the TV when she showed up. I was like, she trashed in the TV. Where's this movie going? Based on the effects in this movie, it would not surprise me (laughs) if that's what they were trying to do. Well, I fell for it. Like if they shot it that way and then they thought, oh, that that doesn't work. We need we need her to come (laughs) back for real. (laughs) Yeah. So she shows up and she's like, oh, I was in this barn in the middle of nowhere. I don't don't know how I got there. Yeah. And and the police say we found traces of date rape in their blood. Yeah, they found the roofies, but they weren't raped or right anything like that. They right. were just roofied, left and there. put in a barn that was locked. Yeah, and they couldn't get the door open. 
And you get the idea that this is like some football player prank from way back in the day. Mm-hmm. 1969 to be specific. Ooh, wonder if that comes back. Yeah. Uh, pause for a second. Okay. Because I definitely thought that there was going to be more to the girls missing. Mm-hmm. Like they made a really big deal about them going missing and the football players doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And it goes nowhere. No. Like there's no justice for it. Like in like. I mean, the football players that did it die. Yeah, but it's not directly because they did that, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was really no justice. No. But also, I didn't care. I got to be honest. I just didn't care. There was nobody in this movie to care about. No. (laughs) Um, Sam, for whatever reason... And you think that it's connected to her going missing mm-hmm. at first. I don't think we find out that it was the football players right away. Like, for sure. Like Not it's for speculated. sure. Right. Uh, she starts seeing Bloody Mary in mirrors and stuff. Which didn't really make sense to me. No, it doesn't make sense why Bloody Mary shows up now. Like, Or, is it or be- why does she get to see Bloody Mary? Because she's the leading character in our story yeah but that doesn't make sense yeah it doesn't make sense well maybe it's because she's the one that said bloody mary she summoned her incorrectly but she did it okay mary's just but i don't know why she's haunting sam i mean she's not really like haunting but she kind of is because she scares her a couple times yeah so i don't really know why she's like haunting sam she should be grateful to Sam for releasing her. I think I think we I think it comes across as haunting, but she's, she's just, just trying, trying to communicate, communicate I but like, like you. in the only ghost way that she knows how, okay. which is death and destruction. Oh, okay. Well, that's not good communication skills. Yeah. <laughs> um Oh, best part of the movie. Yeah. Best Acting in the entire movie now happens. One of the football players goes to the tanning salon. Oh, no, 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 no. I forgot about this scene and I don't want to remember it. This is... No. This girl should have won an Oscar for this performance. No. She says, yeah, like, totally. Totally. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. For like 20 minutes. Yeah. She's talking on the phone to like one of her friends or something. And doesn't say anything. Just reacts. No, just reacts to whatever her friend is saying. And it's annoying. She's like, yeah, totally. And I was like, oh, cut my ears off. Oh yeah. that We should have turned the movie off oh, at that point. It was so bad. So the football player shows up. He definitely is into that, and she's into that, and you think they're about to do it in the tanning bed. I definitely thought that. I, well, okay, because this movie was a made-for-TV movie, or because it looked like a made-for-TV movie, you can't, there was really no reason for this movie to be rated R, other than the mirror scene. It was rated R? I think so. No, it was definitely PG-13. No, this was definitely R. No, I don't believe it. 
I don't believe it. Well, you can't lie about information on IMDb. Oh my goodness. There's no reason for it to be R. Well, I was thinking about the the mirror scene and the closet in the motel room. Oh, and when that girl dies by the mirror and the spiders. That's what I was talking about, the mirror scene. Oh, I, was, I thought you meant when Bloody Mary shows up in the mirror. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. The makeup effects on Mary are the worst. Yes. They're pretty bad. They, like... Shot some talcum powder at her face and then <laughs> puffed her hair up. And, and put some red makeup lines on her. To make it look like she still has that scar. Yeah. And some black eyeshadow for the eyes. Yeah. It's like if you told your mom that you wanted to go to Halloween as like some kind of dead ghost yeah. thing. And she was like, I could do that with oh, stuff around no. the house. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. You have like ketchup and strawberry jelly running down your forehead. (laughs) It was rough. I believe you even said that you could recreate that look with the makeup I have here, which I have total faith that you could. And probably it would be better. Well, the only thing I couldn't do is like the contacts that she has later. Yeah. Like, the effects for Bloody Mary do gradually get better as you progress. Which is confusing. I just, I thought she was getting more powerful, but then I thought maybe they just ran out of budget and shot the beginning scenes last. Oh, I wonder if that's what happened. Or they started with those, realized, oh, this isn't scary, and then added everything (laughs) else afterward. Either one. Because sometimes she's got like half a skull face Mm -hmm. and sometimes she doesn't. But all the time she says nothing. Also true. Yeah. So back to the tanning salon. Football player gets in the tanning bed. And Bloody Mary. She doesn't show up, but she cranks that thermostat or whatever the temperature gauge is called for a tanning bed. Mm hmm. And literally fries him to a crisp. Yeah. Which I Googled and apparently is not possible. <laughs> Movie's unrealistic. Turn yeah. it off. I'm going to have to call BS at this point. <laughs> and, I, go ahead. Sorry, I wanted to just mention that, like, the Bloody Mary urban legend is that she would, when you call her name in a mirror, she will pull you into the mirror. Yeah, there's something like that, or like she shows up behind you, or yeah, or she shows up behind you, but none of this nonsense about killing someone in a tandem bed. Oh yeah, yeah. unless it's Mary Banner seeking revenge for dying in a trunk. <laughs> so she's like a bloody years. Mary wannabe. I'm that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, really, she's just Mary. Yeah, with a bloody forehead. Yeah, and. She's not the urban legend Bloody Mary. Caitlin, she has to be because this movie definitely <laughs> needs to connects connect. <laughs> to the rest of the movies. Oh, okay. Um, does the other girl die next? Spider Girl? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Or no, um, I think the guy with the beer dies next. That pees on the fence? Yes. No, he's definitely after. I remember that. Then it's definitely her. Okay. For sure. So then some things happen. I don't know what. Probably not relevant things. Yeah, I don't really remember 
there's a lot of death that happens very quickly. Yes, and then it we're moves just... very rapidly. We're, we're at the funeral for this guy who died in the tanning bed. Yes. Oh. All the football players think it's Sam's brother. Yes, that's important. Um, and we see somebody, I don't remember who, I think it was her dad at Mary's grave. Yes. And she thinks that's suspicious. Yes. Uh, at some point, some documents show up that are like notes and clippings and newspaper things about Bloody Mary. Yeah, that I don't was remember weird. where she got them. Well, when does Grace show up? Later. Okay. In a little bit. Okay. Uh, so this this girl who I think is girlfriend with one of the football players, she is sleeping. And this very poorly made CGI spider crawls out of a doll on her shelf and crawls into her mouth. I don't even like this one. She wakes up the next morning. This is actually the only legitimately horrible bit of the entire movie. Mm. She has this pimple. This giant pimple. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, it's awful. I mean, like, it, the CGI was so bad. But the yes. sound and the idea the of idea, what was going on. The idea really bothered me. Okay, keep going. I'll try to keep it together. Okay. Or I could just try to say it as fast as possible. <laughs> no, it's okay. Go ahead. She pops the pimple and a bunch of spiders come out and kill her, and then she cuts her own forehead off with her mirror. Oh, yes. So... All of these spiders start. It's literally billions. like a trillion spiders. Yes. They're just pouring out of her, really. Yeah. And somehow Sam hears her screaming. Because they're neighbors. Get... Yeah. yeah but... And they used to be best friends. Yeah. Irrelevant, but. It's not really relevant to the story. No. Um, Sam tries to get into the house, ends up breaking and entering by climbing up on her second porch deck and seeing her murdered as all of the spiders scurry away. I want to know why they didn't think of Sam as the murderer. Kaylin, she wouldn't do it. David would do it. I know. That didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. This is why I was saying that David should not be in this movie. No. The other football player, he's driving in his truck, driving with some beers. Some beers. He sees Bloody Mary in the middle of the road. Swerves to avoid her, gets out of his truck, drinks a beer, and then pees on an electric fence and electrocutes himself. Uh, Yeah. So at this point, Sam is suspicious, and I I don't know if she likes in the newspaper clippings that show up, if if that's where she reads about Mary. Yes. Okay. Yes. They go to the school library even though it's closed, and research the Bloody Mary. Yes. And doing their research, they find out, you know, everything that happened with Mary when she was in high school in 69, and um, oh, yeah, that her body was never found. Yeah, yeah. So but I was clarifying that. Oh, yeah, Did but say I'm that? saying... I'm saying right now I was just talking about Mary. Oh, How yeah, yeah. they find that Mary was dead, her body was never found... They find out who Mary's friends were. Yes. And they go see Mary's friend. I believe Grace. her name is Grace. Yeah. 
Because the other friend had killed herself. Right. And Grace is this weird hippie that mm-hmm. lives by herself. I don't know how she gets money. I don't know. That was what I wondered that. about. Anytime they were in Grace's house and they talked about how she didn't leave the house, I thought, how does she get money? Mm, she got she all that weed. She social security. How does she get groceries? She pays her weed dealer to buy her groceries. How does she get art supplies? Weed dealer. My answer is always going to be weed dealer. Yeah, her weed dealer delivers everything, everything. and weed to her. Yep. That's a good weed dealer. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a weed dealer that's willing to go the extra mile for that's you. That's right. I do not condone drugs. <laughs> I'm glad we made our position on drugs clear for the podcast. On a podcast that talks about drug usage so frequently. I really don't care what you guys do. Now you can't say that. Now people are people can't trust anything that we say now. They'll never know. <laughs> Got to keep them on their toes. That's right. We'll never know my position. Sam and David go to see Grace. And while Sam is waiting to... Oh, how they get into Grace's house is stupid. Where David just puts his fist in the air and says, power to the people. And, and Grace is like, door. okay, you're cool. Yeah. No. What year is it? <laughs> 1969. Still, apparently. apparently. <laughs> the, uh, well, she didn't leave her house since then, so. She, she doesn't know. <laughs> How much drugs was she using? <laughs> well, she knew that Mary was dead. <laughs> and it had been a while. Anyways, David, like the little snoop that he is, goes snooping around Grace's house while Sam's talking to her. Finds uh, that Grace has done a bunch of artwork based on urban legend murders. And he says, oh, yeah, she's straight the killer. Dude, she ain't left her house in yeah. who knows how long. You think she's, <laughs> she's smoking weed like it's nobody's business. You think she's going around killing people? No. Like, you think that she's that deep into her cover that? No. No, buddy. No. Yeah. Um... Uh, where does it go from there? So at this point, um, they try to get Grace to help because Sam shares with her that Mary's back and that she's killing all these people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Grace is the one who says it's Mary's ghost. Yes. Her life force killing people. Yes. Uh, but I don't think she helps them right away. Um, I guess she just gives them more, like, information. Yeah. She doesn't tell them, like, who killed Mary, but she does say, I bet you can find the answer in the newspaper clippings. So she kind of just, like, gives them these little breadcrumbs. Not really super helpful. No. Grace is probably the least helpful character in this movie. This is accurate. Um, We then find out that it... Oh, it was the football players that roofied the girls and they disappeared. How they got these girls to go with them is beyond me. They said they just wanted to talk. Okay. About how do the you, how do newspaper. you go from how do you go from talking to, to roofie <laughs> to in like I don't know, Nigel. I don't roofie people on the norm, so I don't did have they an like answer. Force them to take the I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
it's kind of morbid to think about how that would have gone down. It's probably best just assuming. This whole movie is very morbid to think if it was real, but it's so fake that you don't care about anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, think about her stepdad. Like, gosh, this oh, is yeah. a horrible movie. Uh, we find out from Buck, who's the head football player, that uh, his father was one of the kidnappers in 1969, but not the guy that hurt Mary. Right. That's important. Uh, but Sam said, oh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't her stepdad that was at this, the grave. It was the coach. That's right. The coach was. Cause she's like, oh, mm-hmm. coach was at the, the tombstone. You're right. He's probably the killer. Mm-hmm. And then the dad gets, the stepdad gets all suspicious and he's like, what do you know? What kind of secrets you got? Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh. He's all of a sudden that's really not involved. suspicious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because he's the mayor. He, he has, he's he has supposed other to be stuff suspicious. To do. No, that's why he's suspicious. Like, oh, because he's the mayor. He wants yeah. to protect his city. Yeah. The, the, being the mayor gets us off his trail mm. of suspicion. Okay. Well, it didn't work for me. Um, so then Buck goes to a hotel to pound a 40 and watch some porn. And the porn that he's watching is actually the sex scene from the second urban legend movie. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) With just like some TV glitches added. That's so funny. Yeah. He decides he's a little hangry, goes out to the vending machine, realizes he has no money. And sticks his arm inside the vending machine to try to pull, like, some Doritos down or something. Isn't that an urban legend they talk about in the first one? Nope. I can, I'm Fun was... fact. That was something I learned in my class. Oh, so, okay. I'm mixing things up here. I was going to be honest with you. I've lost track of all of the urban legends <laughs> in these movies. They just... They, so it could be. It, well, no. Like, it is. Like the, Oh, really? There's something about like a vending machine falling over on someone or okay. sticking their hand in the the vending machine okay. and getting caught and so dying crazy. or something. Okay. I don't know. Okay. At one point, we think that the he is going to get stuck in the vending machine Correct. and that it will fall on him and die. But luckily, he gets out in the, in the nick, nick of time. He also has his dog with him. That's super important. Also confusing why a... High school student was at a motel with porn and his dog, but it's fine. You know, just what normal <laughs> high school students do. I know. Do. When I was in high school, I went to hotels all the time. And yeah, Steve's Motel. Rooms. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what the kind of place that he looked like. He was yeah. In. Like, this is the shadiest looking hotel It was ever. very shady. I don't... Uh, here's the thing that, that kind of disappointed me, is that he he's obviously hiding because he's afraid of the same thing happening to him that happened to his girlfriend and his other friends. Right. But they don't ever say, I think we get like one scene of, uh, like a emergency or like a police officer saying like, Oh, it's a murder, but we never address no. all of these killings. No, we don't get anybody's this town thoughts. Does opinions. not care about these killings. Oh no. They're too focused on the mayor. <laughs> election. They're very focused on this mayor election. In fact, we only see like four adults in this entire movie. This is true. They didn't have the budget. The kids are running this town. They run the town. 
They're murdering each other. The parents are just hoping that the kids will kill each other. <laughs> That's probably what's going on. Before they kill them. Yeah. Also, I didn't really understand Mary's philosophy in killing the kids and not the people that actually did things oh, to her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we should say that. Grace is speculating that Mary is killing the children of the people that uh, that killed her and right. messed with her friends, which is a huge divergence from Prom Night 2, by the way. Yes, but I didn't understand that. But also that. not at the same time. Why would she kill the, the kids? Because I think someone just wanted to put the line, the sins of their father, or like the children <laughs> suffer the sins of their fathers. But then because that sounds They were cool. also bad people. It oh, would have been yeah, more yeah. compelling if like we saw the parents' reactions to their kids dying for their sins and their kids were like decent human beings. But their kids are pretty horrible human beings. And their parents are non-existent. In and their parents movie. don't <laughs> exist, so no one cares that bad people died. That's true. I mean, these guys roofied a bunch of girls. And now I'm not saying like maybe they deserve to like let's not jump to death I mean, necessarily. Right. But, but it's clear it's, it's, that it's I'm just saying from a storytelling perspective that it would be easier to have sympathy for a kind person who maybe oh, helps out yeah. in a nursing home 100%. versus football players that roofie young girls. You want to see Buck taking his service dog to the to the, yeah. <laughs> the nursing home? Exactly. Like, I would have sympathy for him dying. Yeah. I have none. He roofied girls. So, like, from a storytelling perspective, I'm not saying that he deserved death in, like, a real-life sense, but, like, storytelling, make your characters be decent people, and I might care that they die. Yeah. Just a fun fact. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, Buck falls asleep. because Oh, he steals from the vending machine after it falls over and breaks. Further proof that he's that not seems, a good person. Right. Uh, he does this thing where he puts his hand down to let his dog lick it, which is kind of gross because it's not the nicest looking dog. Oh, yeah. This is an urban legend. Yeah. And then he falls asleep and he wakes up, kind of forgets where he is. And he puts his hand down. His hand gets licked. And he hears dripping. And you think that he's going into the bathroom because it sounds like the shower's dripping. But instead, he opens up the closet and there's his dog dead. Yeah, come hanging. on, Mary. I'm sorry you died in 1969. But why like, did the dog have to why die? Why did the dog have to die? It did nothing. It wasn't even alive at that time. Gosh. In defense of this kill, this is the cheapest looking Oh, yeah, dog it's total ever, fake. Like... It looks like they picked a stuffed animal dog off the shelf at Toys R Us. And then dumped, like, red dye blood stuff well, on it. Well, they shaved it and then, like, because it was probably fluffy, so they probably, oh, like... yeah. And then dumped it in Fruit Punch. Ugh, that was bad. But the the writing on the wall says humans can lick, too. And you're like, oh, snap! Urban legend! Urban legend! <laughs> Why Mary is killing people... In the fashion of urban legends, when she herself is an urban legend, it's like urban legendception. <laughs> Except that's the only person she kills in an urban legend. No, because she, uh, the tanning bed one is like you can burn that alive is? in a tanning bed. That's an urban legend? Yeah, I found that out. 
the no. like if a spider crawls in your mouth, oh, it can lay eggs and a true. bunch that's comes true. out. That's true. No, that's um, real. That's real. I'm pretty sure that's real. You sound like Tara Reed right now. <laughs> I think it's real. I don't think it's real. I would Google it after this episode. Okay. And then I'm, I'm you're afraid not of be able that happening. I know. I'm afraid of it don't happening Google to me. That. Okay. Don't let me Google it. It's better just assuming it's not real. Okay. <laughs> he. Uh, I'm sorry. You were, we were talking about the urban legends, though. So, it, what about the peeing on the fence? Is that oh, an yeah, urban it's, legend? Oh, yeah. It's an urban it legend is? that if you pee on an electric fence, you'll okay. electrocute. Okay. I feel like these are real strong jumps to urban urban legends i mean i guess it kind of is an urban legend but Look, i think it's just Caitlin, things people it's say. the third movie in a series <laughs> they're digging from the bottom of the barrel at this point okay like fair enough bloody mary's probably the top like the 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 top shelf urban legend in this the yeah. rest of them are like this is like your five dollar bottle of vodka <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough yeah all right he I forget what is he like standing by the bed and she grabs him yeah. or he falls down. She crawls mm-hmm. out from under the bed, which is creepy a little bit because she's got those contacts in and mm-hmm. uh, she murders him with his beer bottle, which has a finger in it. That's like another urban legend. Finding the finger in your beer bottle. Oh, yeah. And they cut off. The guy's they cut finger. off the guy's and finger. And that was his finger. Yeah. Oh, I'm putting pieces together you now. You are. You are. I'm on this. Um, let me see. Uh, she kills him. He's dead. Uh, they're trying to... Okay, so here's the thing that's very confusing to me. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Well, no. <laughs> so four people die. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I figured it out. Okay. We'll get there in a second. All right. So then they start trying to figure out who this fifth football player is. And this is the point where I became confused because I only remember there being three football players in the beginning of the movie. And I know that you were talking about the homecoming queen cheerleader people. Yeah, they were involved in it. Yeah, but I, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay, so there are five people involved with it total. I, for whatever reason, forgot about the the homecoming queen and her bestie because it's really the football players that are doing yes, this. Yes, but they're in on it. They, they knew. I mean, they knew what was going on, they, but they're not the ones s- roofing people and no, but shoving people in they cars. They didn't stop it either. That's true. And they made, like, a comment, like, did you think he would ever touch you? I was really hoping <laughs> that you would do that impression again. Because it was <laughs> so bad. So they're trying to figure out who the fifth perpetrator is. Mr. Ooh. Mystery Man. Mr. Dating Mary Banner himself. Um, Sam goes to see Grace again. Uh, but Grace is like, I don't know anything. I'm all jacked up on weed for the past 35 years and roofies and roofies well because she was like addicted to them no she said i was roofied i don't remember like anything from that night oh i thought she was addicted to them (laughs) can you be addicted to roofies i don't know job was job was uh she figures out who the person is and she um they take 
So Sam and her brother, David, take Grace to the school. No, no, no. David goes to the school. And then Sam and Grace come later. Yeah. But while he's at the, David's at the school. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. He goes home. Does he, he was, go home? He was at the school and then he went home. To I don't, tell. Look. So, okay. Here's the thing. He was at the school and he found out his dad is the, the person. The stepdad. The stepdad. We is, need to be really clear about that. Because they were very clear. The stepdad. Thank you. <laughs> um, was the person who dated Mary. Yeah. And so he finds that out at He's the school. He's the one who murdered her. And he runs home. Yes. And calls Sam to yes. tell her. And, and while he's doing it, a shadowy figure. No, no, no. Sam calls him because he's looking for the phone. And yes. he goes to pick it up. Yes. And a bag goes over his head. Mm-hmm. And he's killed. And Sam thinks, oh, he didn't answer. And Grace goes, oh, I forgot to tell you he was going to the school. And that's why Sam shows up at the school. There we go. And Sam says, this is perfect because... At some point, I had a vision of a chest in a specific room of the school. Yeah, that was weird. That was very weird. And so she's like, I know where Mary's body is. Mm -hmm. After all these years, Mary has communicated where her body is. And they, she goes inside. She finds the chest. Do they just need the mary's body to like help mary rest in peace or something yeah they needed to bury okay. her body okay they needed, for she, peace the okay. truth needed to be known for okay. mary to move on okay she gets the body at the school in the chest uh let's pause here for a second okay you're telling me that after 35 years no one has been in that back room right? and tried to open that chest. Or smell a dead body. Yeah, that was a pretty flimsy looking chest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm calling BS. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Sam gets the body. She is being chased by a shadowy stalker figure. Mm-hmm. We don't know who it is yet, but we have some guesses. And uh, Mary locks this guy in the room that the chest was in. Sam drives to the cemetery and she starts digging a new grave. And then her stepfather shows up who Sam called on her way to the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'll help you dig this. And he's asking her all these strange questions about wh- uh, who else knows about this. And Does your mom know? Yeah. Conveniently, he's also wearing the same clothes as this shadowy figure. But Sam can't put two and two together because she's. Not that bright. No. David was the real brains of the operation. No. Poor David. I know. I'm, I'm sad he died. He was the only one I actually cared about dying. That's true. I mean, he was pretty nice. Like, he didn't do anything. Yeah. Other than not believe Sam. And any the, in these horror movies, the non-believers get killed. This is true. Uh, he hit Sam in the face with a shovel. Mm-hmm. And Grace shows up. And they try to fight. Uh, he knocks Grace out. He's chasing her through the graveyard. He, We find out that he was the one who locked Mary in the trunk. He says, like, hey, I killed David. Here's the thing that's that I am questioning. Okay. Did Mary spare their lives because he didn't have any that's children what, to kill? That's what I didn't understand either. Like... I mean, he's only hurting himself by killing his stepson and not letting Mary do it. Right. But Mary wasn't chasing them. Right. 
It was very confusing, and that's why I was confused why Kate Mara or Sam could see Bloody Mary. Like, why could she see it, and then why was Bloody Mary not, like, killing her? Was it just because that she was the guy's stepdaughter, or was it because she let her, her spirit out by saying her name? I think it's I, the, I think it's because she said her name. She was okay. the one. So, do you think she would have killed David then? I don't know who she would have killed. Okay. I don't know if she would have killed anybody in that family. She probably like she was probably Dunzo after the fourth guy because so he didn't because have any children. Step- because it's just his stepkids. She wasn't gonna kill them. I I mean we don't know. We never. Find I know, out but like, what's your best guess? Oh, my guess would be not. Okay. Okay. I think it's like one of those blood ritual things. Okay. Um, and then Mary shows up and he's all thrown off because it's like not It's nineteen sixty nine before she died, Mary. Yeah, it's like normal Mary. Yeah. Not scary. Not bloody Mary. Not bloody Mary. <laughs> they do this like weird dance. Oh, Oh, we forgot about one of the most important parts of this entire movie. The most clever thing that they've ever thought to do in all of cinema. What? Every time Mary shows up to die, 1960s music starts playing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's how clever it was. (laughs) It's so clever. So then the radio in the van starts playing this music, Mm -hmm. and they, like, do a little dance. Mm -hmm. They kiss. They kiss. And then Mary burps some, like, flies in his face, and he dies. Or, like, some rocks. I don't know what that was. I don't know either, but it looked horrible. It looks like some CGI badness. It was like they were doing the puking scene from The Exorcist, but they couldn't afford practical effects. So they were <laughs> like, oh, we'll just do it in post. Just CGI it. Yeah. And he has a heart attack and dies. She, oh, Mary drags him into the grave, and then the police show up. And why they didn't just leave the scene of the crime? I don't know. They wanted, I think, to tell Mary's story. Sure, but who's going to believe them? I mean, you got a druggie and some high schooler. Probably no one's going to believe them. Exactly. And they killed the mayor, so. Yeah. This looks bad for them. Yeah. Well, they did find Mary's body. How did they know? Well, because they the like all of the newspapers were were like no no no. But like, how do the papers and police know that they found Mary's body? Because they didn't like. What if Grace killed her? And that's why that's. Oh yeah, Grace could have killed her, or maybe they killed the stepdad while he was burying burying the body. Maybe he found the body. Right. I don't know. This does not have a neat and tidy ending because it just no. ends. It, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was a bad movie. It was not enjoyable to watch. No. I did not enjoy this movie. I was really excited to watch this movie. I was and too. I was very disappointed. I was very disappointed. Very disappointed. Um, I don't have anything else to say. I've already given all my facts about it. There's nothing online about it. 
because it was a straight to VHS movie or DVD. It feels like it should have gone to VHS because it feels like so old and outdated and bad. But I mean, it, it was straight it, to DVD. It looks like a made-for-TV movie. It does. Um. Uh, the so Sony originally owned the rights to the Urban Legend franchise, sold them. This movie was made, and then they saw how much money it made, and they were going to make Urban Legend Ghost or Ghostfield Goldfield. How much money did this movie make? I don't know. I couldn't find that information out. I was gonna, I was gonna do the little like box office number yeah. guessy with you, but no, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing. Okay. I literally could not find anything concrete or interesting about this movie, so that should be a sign that you you should not watch this movie. No. Um, how would I improve this movie? Well, I wouldn't tie it into the urban legend franchise. No, it needs to be its own thing. I think it would be interesting if the girls were missing for a lot longer. Yes. Um, and that's all I got. Oh, I got something for you. This is my favorite part. Go. <laughs> I think that they should have kept the idea that these girls were stuck in the TV. <laughs> I think that would be great. What is this, poltergeist? No, 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 listen, because the whole bl- Bloody Mary thing, she either shows up behind you or she pulls you into the mirror. I don't know, there's two different things out there. Well, instead, make it more time-relevant pulls them into the TV. They're trapped in the TV. What are they going to do? Guess what? They see everything. They're in every TV in every household everywhere. Yeah. Hold on a second. What if they they are trapped in the barn, but everybody can see them on the the TV, TV. but they have no idea where this barn is. Oh. And they can't communicate with them. Yes. It's a race against time. Yes. I love this. And meanwhile, Bloody Mary shows up in the TV every once in a while. Just as, just to mess with the girls in the barn this and then disappears the yes. and everybody's just watching this go down. Yeah, it's like it, this is it, then it becomes a statement on roofing young women mm-hmm. and the dangers of reality television. Oh my! I told you I am really good with improving movies, and then yeah. like you take them to a whole nother level, and it's beautiful. We're a pretty good team with making bad movies good movies. I think so. Teamwork. Um, where are they now? Well, I don't know. You know where Kate Mara is. Yeah, Kate Mara. You know, she was in... Uh, oh, I forgot she was in Fantastic Four. Oh, she was in Happy Thank You More, Please. Yep, Another movie that. on our list. Uh, she was also in... House of Cards. House of Cards. She was in The Martian. Oh, we should do Fantastic Four on here. I forgot oh, about that Oh, gosh, movie. no. That was pretty bad. That was awful. Oh, I forgot she was in the first season of American Horror Story. Oh, I don't forget these things. Neither. Back when the show she was good. She played a horrible person. She was scary in that. She was very scared. That was probably the only time I was legitimately scared by her. Yeah, I could agree. Yeah. Anyways. Um, we know where Rooney Mara is. Oh, yeah. She's doing good things. Where's David. Where's David? Let's find yeah, out. I need to know where David is because I feel like mm, he didn't get the payoff oh, he deserved. I forgot to write this down. He was in Spy Kids 3D. Who was he? He was one of the one of the kids. Aw, I didn't know that. Right there. Look at him. I'm glad. Yeah. Is that all he did? Uh, that's the most mainstream thing that he did. Ooh, David. 
David, David, David. He kind of looks like my cousin Greg. Yeah, he does. But like with a lot of facial hair. Shout out to Greg. I really hope that Greg listens to this. He likes it a lot on Facebook. And I just think. Yes. Greg, if you're listening, comment on this post. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, our final question is, will this couple last? There are no couples in this movie. Uh, The wife and the stepdad. Oh, Caitlin, he died. You can't. That's unfair (laughs) advantage for Bloody Mary. He didn't die. He died. No, he didn't. The stepdad? Yeah. He had a heart attack. Oh, that's right. That's right. He died. That's right. I thought they just knocked him out. I forgot. No. He did die. You're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, everyone's dead. You're right. There's no There's, there's no nobody couple. else in this movie. <laughs> uh, nope. Well, that's it. That's... <laughs> I thought we were going to go long. I thought we were taking forever to get through that, that summary, but... Um... Well, that's because, like, the beginning is really long and drawn out, and then it's just, like, murder, 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 end. Yeah. It's more like murder, murder, oh, here's some exposition, murder, murder, exposition, end. Yeah, but I feel Death. like the, I, I just feel like the beginning is so much longer than it is. There's a well, you know, they had to fit that pillow fight scene in there. Okay, that, that was, was a must. important. <laughs> that was that's one of those scenes that you feel like they added to the movie to like pad out the runtime. Yes. Yeah, and they talk about vodka. Oh yeah, it was weird. It's like somehow they fit like a two thousand. 18 basic white girls <laughs> in like an early 2000s horror movie. That's because basic white girls have been the same since the dawn of time. You're not wrong. I know. <laughs> All right. Final question. Okay. Where does this oh, movie fall no. on the DBMD okay. NRL? All right. Let's... The definitive bad movie date night ranking list. I forgot how the acronym went. Um, rewatchability. Let's let's talk about that. I would not rewatch this movie. Oh, n- you, I would not even recommend anybody no. watch this movie for the first time. No. So I'm gonna give it a zero. Actually, let me back up for a second. If this was like for Shirzy's Michael Darty's first screenplay that he wrote. I'd say, yeah, watch it. Look how far he's come. He's no. making Godzilla movies. No, just say he made a really bad movie and he's came a long he way. He did in the middle of the beginning of his career. Yeah, this is like no his sense. third movie. That makes no sense. No, no. Well, my theory with that, I want to put this on the record. Okay. That on the record. This was probably one of those screenplays that was written way back when. Mm-hmm. And then somebody got popular and the studio at the same time was like, hey, we can finally make the script. But you have to tie it into this franchise. And then they were like, okay, whatevs. I could see that. Because he goes on to make some of our favorite movies. I know. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Krampus. Yeah. Uh, I also tweeted at him and asked him if he would uh, say anything (laughs) for this podcast. And he did not respond to me. Rude. Yeah. But he was very active elsewhere on Twitter (laughs) at the same time. So A little rude. Yeah. Um, so for me, I give rewatchability a zero. Yeah. How bad is it? It's a 10. It, it's a 10. This it's might be poor the story, worst movie poor quality. that we've ever watched. And enjoyment of watching it? 
Zero. Zero. I had, I had no, no fun. fun watching this. I was actually angry at one point because it was keeping me up past my bedtime. I mean, you started getting sassy. <laughs> I know. I was so angry. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to have to go below the Meg. No, because the, oh, the... it has a 10. I'm sorry. So it's, it's going to go... Hmm. Well, when in Rome also has a 10. Yeah. So it's, it's going to go. No. It, you when in Rome has 11. We're getting too complicated in the we're, numbers we're too, right now. Too I think this movie should go below over her dead body and Ghost of Girlfriends Past, but above the Meg. So Ghost of Girlfriends Past, Urban Legends, Bloody Mary, the Meg. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Okay. So because this is a, still a new concept, let's read through our current list. Okay. Starting from the bottom this time. I'm going to do it the right way. Okay. Let's do every other. The Meg. Urban legend Bloody Mary. Over her dead body. Ghost of Girlfriends Past. When in Rome. The Wicker Man. Jason X. Battlefield Earth. Urban legend. Stalked by my doctor, Patience Revenge. And Chopping Mall. That's a good list. Yeah. And like always, you can go to our Instagram and you can see our definitive bad movie date night ranking list. It is the only approved bad movie date night ranking list. That's true. The only approved. That's right. That's why it's definitive. <laughs> we should add a we should add a the to the beginning of it. The definitive the, bad movie date night ranking list. The TDBDMDNRL. <laughs> How many letters can we get in this? Uh, I'm going to add a plus at the end of it, just for the sake of All right. As usual, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Journey Into Film. Uh, this movie is not available anywhere <laughs> except for renting. And just don't rent it. <laughs> yeah, don't spend money on this movie. Just listen to our podcast and then be glad you didn't watch the movie. Yeah, we need to, for these like really bad movies, I think our our summaries need to be more colorful. We need to paint an image in our viewers' heads. Viewers, like listeners. They're not watching us. That'd be weird. They could be watching the movie. That's true. That gives me some ideas. Oh, okay. I'm excited. All right, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Next week, we will yes. be talking about the second in the Urban Legend trilogy because we went out of order. I'm pretty excited. Urban Legends Final Cut. Final Cut. But see, that really should be the third because it's the final cut, so just saying. I thought it was the third for a long time yeah. because it said final, final cut. Final cut. Yeah. All right, and we will see you guys same time next week. Bye!